again, everyone. It is time once again for Sco Perp Soccer. Sco Perp! An Orlando Pride podcast. I am Michael Citro, founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com. We cover the Orlando Pride as well as Orlando City and OCB and all things soccer related in the city. Beautiful. This is episode six, and I'm joined once again by David Rowe in Tallahassee. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about in this one and, you know, some good, some bad. And, you know, it's, uh, look, I'm just excited that we're here in episode number six. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you take the good and you take the bad, you take, take them both. Them all. There yeah. you have the facts of life right there. That's what you got. All right. So let's start with the bad. Okay. The pride played the Washington spirit. Last week in the midweek after episode five dropped of Scope Herb Soccer, and it was not a good game by the Pride. Uh, the Pride heavily rotated the lineup. Uh, we yeah, had lots new, of youngsters. Yeah, you had some some new faces out there. You had you had Taylor Hansen getting uh, games. You get to uh, Brianna Martinez playing it there. You had lots of lots of new fresh baby face players out there. Uh, as this was an opportunity to to rotate, Kaylee Collins was back in in goal, and uh, this was this was not uh, it was not great. The things didn't go really well in this game. They started okay, they started yeah. okay because uh, the Pride got on the board with a goal from Taylor Hansen, the back heel, a cheeky back heel, cheeky back. It was a it was a set piece that fell in the box. The ball got kind of tangled up in everyone's feet. She said, you know what? I'm not going to try to turn around and shoot this. I'm just going to backheel it. And uh, a smart move. I think more players should try to do that. I think a lot of players try to turn around in the box and face the goal in traffic. You don't have time to do that in the box. Just just kick it. That's right. And look, it, it's not like it was even an easy one. It had to go past a couple defenders, and it did. It certainly did, and I enjoyed that. For the time being, it was a 1-0 pride lead. That was nice while it lasted. Yeah, it didn't really last that long. Uh, The Spirit decided to become long-range snipers in this game, Dave. Yeah, they were deadly. Four goals from outside the box. Uh, There were some... Some struggles with positioning for Kaylee Collins. I think she was maybe a little far off her line on one that just kind of looped over top of her and, and uh, just getting beaten from distance is, is is tough. Um, But it was, you know, there were, there were signs before the goal that things might not go great. There were signs certainly during all those barrage of goals that things weren't going great. The midfield was getting completely overrun and, um, you know, things just weren't working out for the pride. They did manage to pull a second goal back, losing 4-2 in the Challenge Cup. But uh, And it looks like the Seb Hines approach to this Challenge Cup is going to be, let's see what some of these players can do. Let's get the minutes that they can't get in the regular season. And, and maybe we're not going for, I mean, they're going to obviously try to win every game they participate in, but maybe they're not necessarily going all in on the Challenge Cup, as it were. Yeah, not putting out a first choice lineup, let's say. Yeah, especially in the midweek when you've got another game coming up on the weekend. I look, I don't hate it. Um, honestly, it, you know the the Challenge Cup being in the middle of everything else is kind of iffy for me anyway. So, 
you know, if that's how Seb wants to, to approach it, I'm good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I said Taylor Hanson. It was Tori Hanson. So just, just it's 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 tough when we do back to back podcasts. It is, and this is our <laughs> second one of the night. So yeah. apologies. Yeah, that's my bad. And uh, you know what? I'm not going back and fixing it. I'm going to own that mistake. We'll own that mistake, and every nice thing we said still applies. Yeah, uh, that goal was in the tenth minute. Things looked really good. It was awesome. But in the thirty third minute, Le- uh, Lena Solano uh, put one in. Um, Sam Staub put one in from in you know five minutes later, and then four minutes after that, Marissa Shiva. It was just, it was just boom, 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 uh, a barrage of three from distance, and it was, you know, the first one didn't really need to happen. It was one nil. Carrie uh, Bello made a really bad play in the corner where she, she pushes a player, gets away with it. Second time she goes in, does it a little harder. The player falls down. It's a foul. And then she grumbles that a foul was called against her. Well, there's no reason to do that in a corner. The, the player's not going anywhere. Um, just a, a, a lack of awareness of the situation, maybe a lack of, uh, of maturity or, or experience. But you can't be doing that because that was the the catalyst for the first Washington goal. And without the first one, maybe you don't score four. Yeah. And it's it's one of those when you, when you go watch the foul, you know, if you're not watching it live, you know, and you hear about it, you're like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe it shouldn't have been called. No, it should have been called. Um, that was that was definitely a foul. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know she can do better than that. Yeah. I mean, if the player goes down on the first one, it's probably called. But the player didn't go down. And the player did go down when the second one was harder. The second contact was harder. And it's, again, it's a player that's moving toward the corner with the ball with her back to goal. Why? Why give them a set piece out of that? It makes no yeah. sense. Um, second half started. Allie Watt came on, got a goal, and made it 3-2 at that point. But uh, then uh, they could never get that equalizer. And uh, uh, one of the Ashleys uh, for the Spirit tacked on one in stoppage time. Um, Sanchez. Uh, they got a couple. Of, they got a couple Ashleys. They got a couple Ashleys, yeah. They always score against the Pride. So uh, you kind of lose track of which one's which. Yeah, it doesn't matter because they're scoring goals. Uh, I'm going to pick my player of the match for this game. I think um, I'm going to go with Summer Yates. I thought Summer Yates did some good things when she came on, and I would really kind of like to see more Summer Yates. Well, you took mine because that's who I was going to choose as well for the exact same reasons. Um, you know, I thought she, like you say, she she played pretty well when she came on. Um, I, you know. You can see an argument for Watt given getting the goal and all that, but uh, you know Yates was impressive. Indeed, indeed, and you know I didn't, I didn't necessarily think that the center backs played poorly in this game. I mean, all the goals came from outside the box, so right. um, you know kudos to the young center backs for for you know doing a job. So um, you know again doesn't doesn't hurt in the standings, so it just hurts in the Challenge Cup standings. Uh, they will get a chance to play the spirit in a league game this weekend. Oh, good. At Exploria stadium, Dave. Well, that's better. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but the pride weren't done for the week because they then went to Gotham, which is not really Gotham so much as New Jersey. Oh, 
Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, Harrison, New Jersey. It's really, really flattering to Harrison, New Jersey. No offense to Harrison, New Jersey. It's really flattering to call them Gotham. Yeah, that 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 puts a level of cool in there um, that uh, just isn't present. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this was a game that you know you kind of wanted to see how did the how does the team bounce back? Even though it was mostly backups in the game for the Challenge Cup game, how do they how do they do? They coming off consecutive wins in league play and i you know what they they go out and they don't win the game uh ends up nil nil but i think it's the best they've played all season i think this was by far the most complete performance the only thing missing the goals and they had opportunities uh they they either hit the they either hit abby smith with the goal with, with the ball missed the net or abby smith made a great save she made a couple of really top-notch saves in this game and um you know, there were a couple of decisions that may have been uh, made things a little easier to score. There was a, a, a shot by Adriana that she could have played it over to Messiah Bright uh, for a pretty easy tap in on one transition opportunity. But, you know, these are the kinds of things that these these players are going to learn um, to, you know, when they can count on their play- teammates to be open, when they can, uh, you know, maybe Messiah Bright, we don't know. Maybe she wasn't being loud enough uh, calling for the ball. Um I don't know, but because I wasn't out there, but I do know that these are the kinds of things that kind of come together over time. So uh, the main thing to me, though, is that this is a team that went out and really was dominant against Gotham on the road. And and it was one way traffic throughout the game. Gotham didn't even get a shot on target until the 84th minute of this game. And it was yeah. a doozy. It required a really good save from Anna Morehouse. But uh, yeah, I thought that uh, for me, despite the fact that they didn't win the game, I thought the best all around performance for the pride this season. I'm really impressed with what Seb Hines has gotten this team to do the last few league games. It was very impressive. Uh, it, look, the possession, even with a purpose to steal from Oscar, uh, was there. The passing was good. Uh, the movement was good. Um, they, their press and it, it wasn't like a high press or anything, but they, as soon as Gotham got the ball, they were on them and they were winning that ball back quickly time and time and time again. Um, which I, that was one of the the things that I, I really enjoyed seeing was that kind of added, they had an attitude um, mm-hmm. and, and they went out and, and I, I mean, we've said it before. I was very impressed with their play and, you know, the only stat that doesn't reflect that is the the one that has goals. Yeah. Uh, the Clough via Corta partnership in the central midfield is really coming along nicely, shielding that back line well. Madrill is playing better um, yep. than she started out the season. Uh, her and Montefusco making a very good tandem. They're They're not eliminating, but they are at least now cutting down on the amount of turnovers in front of their own box. Uh, you know, there's still a couple here and there, uh, just really silly giveaways that they, again, more time together, more chemistry together. They'll know where to put that ball so that it's not picked off. Um, maybe they'll, you know, get a little bit better feel for when, uh, you know, when they're being baited into making that pass, that kind of thing. So, uh, I'd like to see a little bit more improvement in the, you know, cutting the turnovers off in the defensive half, but there were a lot fewer in this game and that was good to see because they, you know, those, you know, Gotham's got some players that can do some damage in transition. 
So it was nice to to get out of there without a loss. But everybody we talked to after the game, Sam Hines, Megan Montefusco, um, and, uh, no, I'm sorry, Emily Madrill, we talked to, and we talked to Erica Timrak. All three of them said that it felt like a loss to them. And that, I think, says a lot about their expectations now. And it also says a lot about the way that game unfolded. It's like, yeah, that is a draw that felt like a loss because they really... They really bossed that game. Very much so. And it was, like you said, I'm very happy with how Seb has this team playing. Um, They're obviously buying into what he's wanting to, to do. And more importantly, other than that last little bit of finishing, they are executing it. They had a game plan going into that match. They executed it and Gotham had no answer. Yeah. It was uh, it was good to see. It was like this is what we've seen teams do to the pride, yes. and this was the pride doing it to someone else, and Correct. and the team near the top of the table. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, every part of, uh, other than not getting a goal. I loved every part of this match. Yeah. All right, Dave. Who's your player of the match? I'm going to go uh, with Adriana just because. Um, we, you know, we see what she's doing on the ball. We see this threat. She is the other teams know she's a threat. Um, and so she's pulling, um, she's pulling players and the, my only complaint, and it's not even a big complaint is sometimes I'd like her to, you know, make the extra pass, um, because she has pulled those players in. She goes for goal herself. She's Adriana. I don't have a problem with her doing that. Mm-hmm. Couple times, I think maybe you know, Bright's wide open, and you know, a, a pass will get an easier goal. But look, that's you know, they're still learning how to play with each other. So you know, that's that's not a big complaint. But yeah, I I, I think we're seeing her grow into the NWSL every single match, and it, it's that's what needs to happen. All right. Well, I have a confession to make that I didn't know who I was going to pick for my player of the match, so I I put about six names into a randomizer. <laughs> Okay, because <laughs> I, I thought that a lot of players played yeah. really well. So the randomizer picked out uh, Michaela Clough for me, and I think that's fine. I'm fine with it. I thought she played uh, really well in the middle of the pitch, and mm-hmm. she had some moments w- on the press where she stole the ball, came forward, had a good opportunity to score. Uh, had Abby Smith uh, tip the ball over the net on a shot from distance. I I like what her and Viviana are doing, and I think that that's a partnership that those two, the longer they're together, that might just grow into really, really solid central midfield partnership. Yeah, that, that, that will be really nice. And it it's, you know, we're nine matches, uh, overall, not just, uh, you know, including uh, challenge cup in, and we're seeing progression. We're seeing some of those younger players, you know, you mentioned that Madrill is looking better. Um, you know, that partnership with, uh, Viviana Viacorda and Clough, developing Adriana, you know, coming in, Marta being back. There's a lot of progression. And I think it it really showed in this match. And I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing. If we can if you know forget the the challenge cup. That was a heavily rotated uh thing. We've got a three one win, a one zero win, and then a zero zero draw that probably should have been a win. Yeah. On the road too. Oh yeah. Um, on the road and that's, you know, three results in a row in, in, uh, league play. <laughs> there's, there's not much to complain about. Not much at all. That's, uh, 
that's a, a nice change of pace. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right. So uh, the pride, of course, uh, will play the spirit and uh, we will uh, get ready for them uh, before we get out of here. We, of course, have to uh, check the mailbag box to see if anybody sent any Ask Scoperp this uh, week. I don't remember seeing any, but we'll take a look. We're going to do those things after this. Dave, we are back. And uh, I know that we've, uh, we haven't had too many questions in the, uh, the Scoperp mailbag box yet. We haven't trained the Scoperp fans to, uh, to ask us anything, but uh, you can ask us anything. A couple ways you can do it. You can hit us up at the mainland at gmail.com and uh, just put ask Scoperp or Scoperp soccer or something like that in the subject line. So we, we can find it uh, or you can hit us up at, scoperp soccer on twitter and use the hashtag ask scoperp you can also go to the website mainland.com click on the scoperp soccer page and fill out the form there there's so there's many ways you can ask us anything and i wish they would because frankly i love the mailbag box you do you do you're on record i'm on record i got the t-shirt you know we don't have a hat yet but if we did i'd have it you would probably have a hat. Yes. Yeah. We'll get so. the commemorative. Uh, we need an I love the mailbag box commemorative beer koozie. Oh, there you go. You would get a lot okay. of use out of that, I think. Yeah, that would be All good. All right. Uh, Dave, did you happen to check to see if we have any scope questions in the uh, in the mailbag box this week? I have checked. Yeah. And the unfortunate answer is no. All right. No new questions no new questions okay so you can get your questions in for next time it's fine there's no time limit no no get them in look anytime we and it doesn't have to be about the pride it can be about anything except maybe orlando city and orlando city b because we would answer them in the other podcast but yeah. uh pride women's soccer um uh, you know the latest tv show what our favorite uh, dinner is doesn't matter mm-hmm. we will answer whatever you guys throw at us that is correct. So uh, get those questions in. Also, uh, you know, we're just starting out. This is just episode six for us. So one thing that would be a big help is if you could go and rate us and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you do that, uh, more people will see us. We will get into the uh, the algorithm a little deeper and mm-hmm. that will help us out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you happen to leave us a five-star rating with a review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the air. And also there's a pretty good chance we might actually post that quote on the web page. And how cool is that? I mean, you know, you, I'm sure you dear listener are going to the web page. It would be nice to see your own words there. And of course you can do that by writing that review or just coming in writing for us. That's an option too. Yeah. I will say that we are on Apple podcast. We are averaging five stars out of five. Okay, that's that's hard to beat. I'd like to keep that going, but I do want more of them. Please give us six stars on Apple Podcasts. If you can figure out how to do that, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. I can't really help you with that. But uh, if you're one of those, uh, you know, resourceful internet types, know how to do it. Love to have it. Yeah, why not? Give it a shot. All right, Dave. Nothing left for us to do but to get to this week's key matchups. 
and score predictions. Washington Spirit is a team we just saw not too long ago. Spirit used a few more regulars than the Pride did in that Challenge Cup game, and I uh, was kind of surprised at that. But, um, you know, that's what they went with. Now, this is a, a good Washington team right up the top of the table. Uh, they got to come to Exploria, though, and uh, this is a team that has been playing better. They, they, I don't think they've reached their peak yet or their potential certainly not offensively but what is your key matchup when it comes to the spirit i know what mine is what is yours <laughs> um mine is uh stopping their attack uh four goals was not good it has to be way 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 less than that preferably zero so we also learned that maybe that stopping that attack is going to have to start outside of the box. Um, I think obviously Orlando is going to have a much different lineup uh, for them this match. Mm. Uh, you'll, you'll see a first choice lineup. So I think that the pride can certainly do better. It's still going to be a challenge to uh, keep Washington off the, uh, off the board because well, they're good and they're good at scoring. So, um, but yeah, stopping that, that attack and not just the back line. Like I mentioned, that's, it's going to have to start with the D mids and maybe even the attacking mids because <laughs> they're, they're, they're seemingly scoring from everywhere. That being said, it's at Exploria. I think we'll have a better lineup. I think there might even be a little bit of a chip on the shoulder of the pride and they are playing well with three results in a row in NWSL play. I'm going to say that continues and the pride do find some goals. It's going to be a two-two draw. Oh, I got to change my prediction. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I had two-two in mind as well. Uh, my key matchup is basically the same as yours. I was just going to word it differently. Stop the Ashleys. Ah, good. Stop Hatch and so Sanchez, like but also Trinity. So. Those three particular players are very, very uh, problematic, and that's where it's got to. That's where it's got to happen. Um, Washington, though, has talent throughout the lineup, and uh, I expect that we'll see the same lineup from Seb as we've seen in the last couple of league games. Same back four. Uh, you'll see Morehouse in, in goal. You'll see um, Strom, Madrill, Montefusco, McCutcheon across the back. You'll see Viacorta and Clough in that central midfield. And, uh, and then you got Adriana, Timrak, and uh, Marta across that attacking midfield with Bright up top. That's probably what we're going to see again. Uh, consistency uh, will help those guys build some chemistry. And they've been uh, coming together pretty well. And uh, I think that um, I think there's room for improvement in, in that lineup. But I think it's also a lineup that's, uh, that's working well right now. So uh, we'll see probably see that unless there's a knock to somebody uh but you know between the games but um as for score since you took two two dave that doesn't leave me much no it doesn't um i do think the spirit are one of the best teams in the league uh, they had an aberration of a year last year uh they've got a good coach now they've got solid lineup good defensive midfielders good attackers uh good really top-notch goalkeeper um then I, I will take the pessimistic view and say uh, 2-1 to the visiting spirit, but that was probably an unthinkable result 
you know, a couple games into this season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, the last time, uh, I mean, well, actually it's exactly what you, uh, assigned to them in the challenge cup, but once again, much different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also had, uh, not with, uh, spirit, but, uh, the courage you had a th- predicted a three, one loss, mm-hmm. which was a quite a, a harsh one. And it ended up being a one, one draw. So, yeah. And a 99th minute drawing goal that was yeah. plucked out of the air by Denise O'Sullivan. So, um, yeah. that was, that was a tough way to lose that, uh, that three points, uh, in the challenge cup. Um, I think though that, yeah, that I, if I had known what the pride starting lineup was going to be in that challenge cup, I would not have predicted only a two, one loss. <laughs> I would have predicted a little, a <laughs> little more lopsided than that. That's not a slam on those players. That's just a lot of inexperience. And, and, and honestly, I think some fringe league players, you know, fringe players of the league's quality uh, to be in a game against a really top notch team. So, um, you know, that's, that's not me trying to belittle anyone. That's just uh, the, the way I see it. So, um, yeah, uh, I I am very excited about the way that the Pride have played the last few games, especially that Gotham game. Let us see if they can continue to take those steps forward. They seem like a pretty confident bunch now. It's like if you talk to them, it's not just one person. It's like anybody we've talked to. It's they've they feel like they've they're where they are because they've earned it. They feel like they went through some growing pains with all the new pieces at the beginning of the season, and that they're coming out of that. So. I like the attitude from the players. I like the attitudes from the coaching staff. And I certainly like the way that they've been playing the last few league games more than um, uh, gestures wildly at all of the last several seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I think a lot of that um, comes from the top. And and obviously, it's, you know, that's coming from Seb. We, you know, we've known him for a while and we know he's a positive guy. And I think he's, He's imparting that on his players, but I also think that, you know, Haley Carter coming in is, uh, you know, if you've been seeing any of this stuff that she's been doing on the, on the social media, she's, she's having fun too. So, I mean, this is a, this is a club that is, is starting to believe in themselves and it's showing in the results on the, on the field. Indeed. All right, Dave, anything else we need to talk about before we get on out of here? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the only thing. Uh, I, I'm thinking about a scoper. Okay. Well, with that, uh, of course, read our stuff, the mainland.com read all, all our coverage of the Orlando pride, uh, rate, subscribe, review this podcast, scoper soccer. Um, you can follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave, M A N E mainland Dave, uh, follow me at mainland. Michael follow the mainland at the mainland and follow scope soccer at Scoperp Soccer. That's S-K-O-P-U-R-P. Scoperp. Uh, and that is it. That's all we got. We'll be back next week to talk about this game and break it down a little bit. And of course, we will do our normal look ahead as the Pride uh, will, after getting through Washington, uh, they will have to go to Chicago to face the Red Stars on the 27th. So uh, we will we will get you caught up with that one and we'll probably have a guest and all that fun stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, without further ado, let me just say what we always say at the end, and that is go Pride, go Perp.